common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Well, Texas primary, Georgia primary, Alabama primary. What the heck is going on? We got with us John McLaughlin to tell us what the heck is going on, John. Well, people are ready to vote. I mean, they've had it. It's like you said it. They've had enough. We're mad as and hell, and we can't just, take it anymore. It's, I'm it's as not mad just, as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. It's not just New York, but it's the rest of the country, too. When you look at Georgia, now remember, Georgia, they moved the Major League Baseball game because they changed their election laws, okay? And in that change... They, the Republicans, because I work for the full disclosure, I work for the uh, Republican House majority. Well, don't worry, we got the Democrat coming in after you. Good. We got James Carville coming in after you. Good, because because he'll like this election law because they changed the voter ID, so you need it in person and for absentees, and they they certainly extended early voting, whether it's in person or whether it's uh, by mail. And they have the drop boxes that where all these uh, ballot harvesting and multiple uh, ballots were being dropped off to the tune of, you know, tens of thousands. Uh, they've got and they have no chain of custody records for over 300,000 ballots. Now the drop boxes are in government offices around the state, not just Democrat areas, and they're secure. And the fourth thing is they have no excuse absentees. You can ask for an absentee for any reason. And guess what? They have more than tripled compared to four years, early voting in the state of Georgia. And what the Democrats don't like is there's more Republicans that have voted than Democrats. But it's more than tripled, and you already have over 800,000 Georgians have voted. They voted early. Um, You have about 60,000 voted in the mail. Most of the rest voted in person, early in person, to avoid the lines. So you've got this huge turnout in the primary down there. It looks like uh, Governor Kemp is who... You know, because uh, uh, I used to pull down there for Nathan Deal and Lieutenant Governor Cagle. And C- Governor Kemp won four years ago because in the runoff, after we were ahead of him by 13 points in the primary, in the runoff, President Trump endorsed, endorsed him within the week of the election. So Kemp won. So now they have now the tables have turned in Kemp because they had a bad election law that he signed off on. And, and it cost Trump the election. It cost us the U.S. Senate. And now uh, it appears because Kemp is stuck John, in conservative positions. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. There's big I, controversy I, there. They're at each other's throats. And uh, it's, it's McCormick versus Dr. Oz. And McCormick was going to bring in some extra votes from 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 somewhere. And the RNC is suing, uh, stopping the lawsuit or something. Well, tell us. By the way, what's different in Pennsylvania is the Democrats, Governor Wolf, and his appointed Secretary of State control the election process down there. They never fixed it. So the interpretation of accepting mail-in ballots is, has been something that the Democrats had, hasn't changed since 2020. What's interesting about Georgia tonight was all the races across Georgia, whether it's the Secretary of State's race, Lieutenant Governor, Attorney General, you will know who won the race tonight. Pennsylvania, with these mail-in ballots, I mean, President Trump was right. The, the election law is flawed in Pennsylvania. And now we're seeing it play out in the Republican primary because ultimately Governor Wolf and his secretary of state 
may decide who those ballots are and they'll be in court. So they're in court till like June 6th because they haven't fixed the election law. And this is why, by the way, in Georgia, no one has said that their civil rights were denied. Anybody who wants to vote, as long as they as long as they can prove, you know, through voter ID, reasonable voter ID, that they are a citizen, they've been allowed to vote. And no one uh, can can has said that their civil rights have been. So, what do you predict? What do you predict from Georgia? Well, uh, I I think the election will know early in the night who's 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 won the elections and who's in the runoff. The one to watch is the Secretary of State Raffensperger versus Jody Heiss. And Jody Heiss has been endorsed by President Trump. That may go to a runoff that would be uh, decided in the runoff. But uh, right now, Kemp is ahead in the polls over David Perdue. You know, he hasn't raised that much money. He hasn't uh, campaigned the way he did for the Senate race. So uh, so we'll see what happens. John. There. Plus, his races in Alabama and Arkansas tonight, as well as a Minnesota House race. John, it's Richard Weinberg. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it's a good campaign message for uh, Stacey Abrams to say that Georgia is the worst place in the country to live? I must have missed something yeah. on that. You know, <laughs> when you talk about common sense Democrats, you she, just proved why you're a common sense Democrat. <laughs> and what she said is not. And she owns multiple houses inside of Georgia. I mean, she's done pretty well over the past few years. And by the way, she never conceded her loss, did she? No, 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 she never did. And uh, uh, and she did. It was a close election and she did lose. And people in Georgia is like ground zero for the presidential races, for control of the uh, U.S. Senate. So you get very healthy turnouts down there because Republicans, I've pulled a lot for Governor Deal, for Lieutenant Governor Cagle, former uh, Congressman Kingston, Buddy Carter, Congressman Doug Collins. You know, they, they were like, do you do all the polling in Georgia and the South? And I tell them, yeah, I'm from the South Bronx. John but, McLaughlin, uh, a lot of these Republicans. you so. had your two cents. Now we have That's right. Now we have our other buddy there uh, from representing the Democratic Party. We have James Carville. You're welcome to listen in. Uh, James, are you there? Uh, yeah, Cass, I'm right here. All right. It was good to see you the other day at the Regency. and. Yeah. and and, and you're hanging around with the high-polluting guys. And uh, tell us, what the heck is going to happen in the primaries today, on your, in your opinion? You know, it, uh, the Southern Dallas candidate in Ohio and Pennsylvania they got 32, 32 mm-hmm. and a half. That seems to be some convergence. So my guess is, is that uh, Purdue will get, you know, maybe 35. But uh, I think it's pretty much over on that side. And and, uh, and how do you see the trends going in uh, in Texas or any place else? Uh, well, well, give uh, yeah, us your pulse. Right yeah, right now it's it's a daunting year for Democrats. I don't deny that. I was just listening to the other interview. The name Herschel Walker never came up. I, I think I think he's running for the Senate in Georgia. <laughs> uh-huh. And I think he played I think he played football too long without a helmet. Oh. But I don't know that. <laughs> but but that's okay. It's all right. You know he. It, it is a it is a race of some importance. Do you think Georgia is the you worst state? You said he state? was a racist. <laughs> no, he said he's a racist at all. I I'm already, he played football James, too long without a helmet. I'm already he's kidding you. Unique... All right. <laughs> I know we, 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 need to, we, we need to have a few laughs, you know, like the old days. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'll it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm so glad that the Georgia legislature went out of their way to make it easy for black people to vote. That's what I'm supposed to believe. I call me skeptical, but okay. Okay. What else would you like to tell the American people? 
uh, man, just uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of football left to play here. Uh, I didn't hear anything about the January sixth committee. I think that's going to be coming up and going to be uh, pretty illuminating to people. But look, if if situations on the ground doesn't improve between now and November, it'll be a tough year for Democrats. But we're not to, to November yet, so we got to see what happens here. And we got some, you know, Mafiano in, in Pennsylvania, I think, is a certified nut. And they're going to have to run with him, and they're going to have to run with Herschel Walker in Georgia. And if the Democrats are smart, uh, they'll put these people front and center. I, I got uh, one of your guys in the studio here with us. Governor McGreevy, you want to make any comments? To yeah, no, I just wanted friend? to ask. Hey, Jim. Hey, James. It's good to be, hey, thank Jim. you so much How for you being doing, here. Man? Good. Could you just give us All your right. sense of Pennsylvania and who do you think positions in terms of the, the battlegrounds, both for the Senate, particularly for the Senate as opposed to the governor's race, what's, what's your sense well, of the future? You know, when I worked in New Jersey in 1988, we won the Senate race there by, I think it was 5446. Yep. And the Republicans won the presidential 5446. All right? You would have ticket splitting like that in, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, places like that. I just don't see that much ticket splitting and uh, I think that the Democrats are, are, are really strongly positioned in the governor's race yep. um, and uh, you know Fetterman uh, turned out I, I was for Connell Lamb I thought he had a better chance in, in the general uh, Fetterman turned out to be a better candidate than, than most people thought including me uh, the Republicans they're gonna have, you know, they they gotta sort out where they are. It's, it's, it's a so, so why was Fetterman so attractive? Like in his shorts and his plain spoken. Because he doesn't, because he doesn't come across as arrogant and coastal. All right, that's why he was he he he, he was more effective. He, he does come across as a most people like. I mean, if you go down the laundry list of Democratic positions, most people agree with it. But uh, I, I think he goes out of his way to be stylistically and culturally a kind of everyday guy, and I think it worked well for him. I, I, I love Con. I mean, I knew his granddad was Governor Casey's legislative director, and sure. I helped him when he ran for Congress. But, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. But I'm, I'm, as I said on election night, I'm volunteering for Louisiana and Fetterman. But it, it's, it's going to be a very, very, very close race. And Georgia is very difficult. Uh, the, the last cycle was a really close election and a really good Democratic year. But, you know, the demographics of Georgia have changed since 2018 and probably changed in, in, in the Democrats' favor a little bit. Well, but it's not really a good campaign. Well, it's, it's James Carville. promising year right now. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, I guess we'll know the results by tomorrow. And John McLaughlin, thank you for coming on, and I'm glad you and Carvel didn't slug it out together because you're both friends. By the way, the one thing about James... I'm slugging nothing out. I ain't slugging anything out with anybody at my age. (laughs) James, give give my best to your wife, Mary, and in the meantime, I hope Joe Joe Biden doesn't listen to you because if if he finds the center... It could be a closer election, but uh, if he keeps if he keeps going uh, left, you're going to join I, I, up. But if you put it in the teleprompter, he'll read it. Uh, you know, as Tom Friedman <laughs> said, Rowling put a sentence together. He went to go get one of the greatest coal Western alliance we've had since World War II. But at any rate, 
Uh, it was good talking to y'all. Okay. And, it was always uh, good. God bless. Well, Thanks, James. Have a great, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Take care, guys. Thank you. I'll be there. Uh, let's take the break, and when we come back... We're going to talk about crime here in New York City. Keep it right here, Cats at Night. You talk, we listen. This is Talk Radio 77 WABC. 